Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We had a huge weekend of trials, it was unreal. Uh, we went through the Thursday night game, we did, a, we did a review of that the other day. The Friday night game, we did a review of that as well on Saturday morning. We just dropped that again on the podcast this morning, if you'd like back, to, if you'd like to go and have a listen to that one, it is the one before this one. And uh, we're going to go through the rest of the trial games, but I thought the uh, Maldi and Indigenous All-Stars game, it is so much more than a trial game, so I wanted to do it on its own, separate to everything else, and uh, give it the podcast uh, that it deserves. It, de- it deserves to be a standalone game. Uh, off the top, uh, was I disappointed with the turnout of players this year? Definitely I was, yeah. I was very disappointed. Uh, I was I was a little bit upset with the amount of players that pulled out of it. Obviously, the amount of clubs that didn't allow their players to play. Uh, as I said in the lead up to it, and I'll stand by it, I think that this year hopefully is the exception because they're coming off the World Cup and the season's about to be extended as well. So, sh- you know, shorter pre-season, uh, longer season. So, hopefully Hopefully this is a one-off sort of thing and we see all the superstars back out there next season because I really, really do not want to see this concept go the way of every other fucking preseason competition we've ever seen in the history of rugby league. I think this is really important. I think it's something that uh, players, clubs, everyone needs to be buying into because it is just bigger uh, than a game of rugby league in the preseason. So I really do hope uh, that it does sort of turn around and that it does come back next year. When I say turn around, I probably shouldn't say that because it's been successful for so long. It has only just been this year that was a little bit of a worry. Uh, The game turned out to be fantastic and, you know, as per usual... Uh, the five or six minutes before the game kicked off was the most passionate bit of rugby league content you will see for the entire year. It was sensational. It is every single year. Uh, just really moving stuff. I'm obviously not a part of either culture, uh, but just watching it and how it all plays out, it's it's in, it's fucking incredible. And I really do hope that we see the best of the best uh, lining up there again next year. And um, look, I mean, in saying that, there were still a number of superstars on both sides of the park uh, that were there. And it was a really good game of footy. I enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, you know, 
there's there's unlimited interchanges and all that sort of stuff, and you can take guys on and off as much as you want. And I understand that, but I still thought the game was entertaining, especially the back end of the game. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat watching the last few minutes. Uh, so yeah, look, I, I enjoyed the game. Uh, I do hope that we see more stars next year. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and there was a number of standouts from it as well. I thought Nico Hines. I believe he came home with the Preston Campbell medal for the best player on ground, and I would have gone to Nico as well. I thought he was tremendous. Fuck, I thought he was impressive, Nico. And uh, if you were, I know that myself and Timmy Williams were talking last week, and he had an idea to antipod Cleary, uh, to antipod, sorry, Nico Hines. I think that just as soon as Nico Hines got on the field and you saw him playing rugby league again, you went, ah, Fuck, I can't start without this guy. Uh, for those of you that aren't super coach players, he is just so on ball and so active all the time that I just don't think you can risk not having him in your team because he's that fucking good. So, Nico Hines, I thought he was the best on ground. Uh, next best, to be honest with you, I thought it was probably my boy. I thought Jermaine Hopgood was fucking unbelievable. Uh, you know, I, I've been saying for a long time, this kid is just a freak and he just needs an opportunity. I'll take you through some of his stats in this game. So, he had 10 runs for 100. 18 metres, uh, so he's you know going for more than 10 metres per run. 53 post-contact metres. Uh, the only person who had more than that for the Indigenous All-Stars was Brent Naden. Uh, he had tackle breaks. He came up with Four tackle breaks, four tackle breaks, pretty fucking impressive. Uh, offloads, four offloads. Uh, I mean, this guy is just everything. And then tackles made, 45. So uh, I don't have the super coach scores in front of me, but you're looking at close to a 65, potentially even, you know, 70-point game there. He's got so much upside, it's not even fucking funny. I'll toot my horn on this one until the cows come home. This guy's going to be an absolute gun this year, and you need to have him in your super coach side, Jermaine Hopgood. Absolutely love this guy. I'll be the 13 for Parramatta. Uh, people saying he'll be 13 because Ryan Madison's out. I think he'll be the 13 fucking regardless. I think he'll stay there. So uh, he's obviously eligible for Queensland origin. Watching him the other night, oh, I sort of thought, oh, maybe that's a stretch. Um, but, mate, the more I watch him, the more I think, fuck, maybe he could make it into the origin arena. I, I mean, crazier things have happened. Um, so, yeah, Jermaine Holtgood, he was sensational. was very impressed with him. I'll tell you the other person I was impressed with, and you know what? He's not a guy that I rate overly highly. Um we went through the Tigers' best 17 the other day, and I sort of went, do you pick Brent Naden because he's experienced? I don't know. I thought he was really good in this game. I thought he did a number of good things. Obviously, scored a nice little try. He had 13 runs for 160 metres. Uh, I thought he was really good. One try assist as well, a line break assist. I thought Brett Naden was everywhere. I was very, very impressed with his game. Missed a number of tackles. I'm not denying that. I think he was up to about the five mark. He was actually six. Fuck. Yeah, but I, I thought with the ball in hand, he was sensational. I was very impressed with him. Had a couple of errors in him. He's always going to have errors in him. Uh, but I, I thought Naden was really good. That's one of the better games of football I've seen him play personally. Uh, Jack Wyden didn't have too many touches of the football, uh, but when he did, fuck, he's impactful. He's just... <laughs> I absolutely love watching this guy play. I wasn't convinced he was going to be able to make the move to 5-8 originally, but I just love how he's turned into a running six. Played center in this game was really good, uh, but yeah, love watching Jack Whiten. Selwyn Cobbo scored three tries. Very impressive, uh, but once again, with Cobbo has got to sort out his game, and he scored three tries in the last 20 minutes, which covered up, in my opinion, a pretty shit game by him. Uh, you have a look at the errors. He made four errors in this game. Like That is simply not good enough. Uh, Selwyn Cobo was coming off a season last year, and I think people kind of sleep on this a little bit. Um, he averaged 2.1 errors per game. He's a fucking winger. 
2.1 errors per game last year he was averaging. Uh, the next best was Zach Lomax, 1.8 errors. Now, I mean, you, like 0.3 when you're talking the difference between first and second, that's quite a big gap. And when you have a look at just overall errors, uh, Selwyn Cobo's in third place. In first place is Zach Lomax. He made 44 errors in 24 games. Reese Walsh is second. He made 38 errors in 22 games. Selwyn Cobo made 38 errors as well in 18 games. So in four less games than Reese Walsh, where Reese Walsh would have probably twice as many touches of the football as Selwyn Cobo has. In a team that is, was constantly chasing points, uh, they made the same amount of errors. Selwyn has got to sort this shit out in his game. Scoring three tries, all good and well, and everyone was praising him left, right, and center. Personally, I thought the three tries at the end covered up a very, very bang average game. you got to remember he bombed one earlier. I mean, this was a close game. If it came down to, you know, to one try or whatever at the end, that one could have been super costly. A guy that is playing Origin and whatnot and is a rep footballer, he can't be having these errors in his game. I'm a huge Selwyn Cobo fan, but three tries doesn't cover up the reality of his game, which is that he had a poor, poor first 60 minutes and he needs to get it sorted out because you cannot get by in the NRL when you've got a winger who is averaging two errors per game. On a bad day, he'll average double that, which was the other night when apparently he had a really good game. Everyone's praising him. Four fucking errors. Four. Four errors. One of them was untouched, unmarked to put the ball over the line. You just can't be doing that in the NRL, and it will cost the Brisbane Broncos throughout the season. Selwyn needs to get this under control. He is a freakish athlete. He's got all the ability in the world, but you cannot be averaging two errors per game. He's the only player in the competition averaging two errors per game, and he's a winger. He's not having anywhere near as many touches as some of the other guys that should be having a heap of errors. Cody Walker, imagine how many times he touches the ball. He played he played nine more games than Selwyn Cobo last year, and he made three less errors than him, and he's a 5'8", touching the ball all the fucking time. Nico Hines, 31 errors from 25 games. I mean, there is just no excuse. Selwyn needs to get this under control, and you can score as many tries and cover it up as much as you want. Yeah, you cannot be making this many errors. It is as simple as that. Fantastic footballer, but he's got to get this shit sorted out. It is just ridiculous. Uh, outside of that, Josh Kerr obviously got sin bin. That, that, that obviously hurt them quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought their forward pack, I thought they held up okay. You've obviously got... Uh, for the Maldi side, a lot of very, very talented forwards who were really ripping and tearing, and they matched it with them. I thought that the Indigenous uh, outside backs did a lot of work between Nade, and I thought Sloan was pretty good as well. Uh, Latrell, you know, Jack White and Selwyn, uh, all these guys came in and helped out and did a lot of work. Obviously, Latrell played a lot of centre, Nico Hines at fullback, uh, which was great to see. They sort of you know, did that in defense and swapped in attack, which was good to see. I enjoyed that. I think that's what should happen in these sort of games, stuff like that. Uh, some of the young guys sort of came off the bench. I thought Bailey Butler, he was really solid. You know, what I saw of Ryan James, I thought he was good as well. He's obviously not going to be playing uh, first grade this year. He's retiring. But, yeah, those guys, I, I, I thought they did really, really well. Uh, to win this game 28-24 to 24 was a good knock. Uh, Selwyn obviously scoring the last three tries to get it done for them. But they did have a late scare through Preston Rick the younger brother of Jordan Ricky. Um, yeah, I, I thought these two, their tries are incredible. I still think with Jordan Ricky, um, he's got so much upside, but then just the little errors he comes up with. The try that Nico Hines scored, for me, that just sums up Jordan Ricky's career as it stands right now. Uh, he made a big tackle the play before. I think it was on Ezra Man, put a big whack on him, and then he got to marker, and he got absolutely bamboozled. It was the, he, he, he was the marker, and... 
the he, Nico Hines just got the ball one one off the ruck and he just made him look fucking stupid. He didn't even get a hand on him. He didn't get near him. And that's the sort of stuff that Jordan Ricky's got to get out of his game. But when they needed someone to stand up in the back end of the game, fuck did he deliver. That was a great try that he scored back against the grain. Very, very impressive by Jordan Ricky. He's got so much upside in him, it's not even funny. He just needs to sort out those errors that are in his game and just take that out of it. It's very similar to Selwyn Cobbo. Two guys that are so talented, but each of them have got one to two errors in their game every single week, and they tend to happen in key moments. They're playing on the same edge for the Brisbane Broncos this year. They need to sort it out. I thought Jesse Arthurs was good as well. I've always liked Jesse Arthurs. Very talented guy. Sort of flies under the radar a little bit, but I liked him. But Preston Ricky, that's try that he scored at the end, and just his game in general, I thought he was very, very impressive. Joey Tapanay, he went about his work as he always does. He is an absolute... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss monster I'll take you through some of his stats I don't have his exact minutes in front of me uh, but Joe Tapanay, 17 runs for 161 metres, 72 post-contact metres with six tackle breaks. Uh, he just keeps on keeping on. He's such a talented player. I really do hope, uh, and I, I think, he, you know, at the end of the day, the Raiders are going to need him to replicate what he did last year. And I, I think he can. He's not a guy that I'll be taking a punt on, but I think he can. You think about all those touches, all those hit-ups, he comes with he comes up with one error throughout the game, you know. That's what you love to see from this guy. Thought the fish was pretty good as well. James Fisher-Harris, uh, Royce Hunt, always like him. Britton Cora was solid. Um, I thought Leo Thompson and his few touches was really good. I'm hearing really good things about him up there at Newcastle. Uh, Credence Toyer, I like the look of him as well. So, uh, yeah, look, a, a good all-round performance. My one one question mark here is Hayes Perham. Uh, played fullback. I don't know. I'm less than convinced. I'm very interested to hear what you guys think. I didn't think he was overly impressive in this game. There was a couple of times I thought he really overplayed his hand. There was a couple of times where he threw passes that were just awful, to be honest with you. I was very, uh, I'm very much so in two minds about how this is going to go with Hayes Perham at Canterbury, uh, but I am going to reserve my judgment until he's in that system, uh, playing with those guys that he spent the entire preseason with. But uh, I was probably more confident about the Hayes Perham fullback move before I saw Hayes Perrin play fullback uh, the other night. So we'll see how it plays out. I am going to reserve judgment until I see him with the Canterbury Bulldogs. I assume he'll jump in at one next week and play there because that team, they looked well-oiled yesterday. We'll talk about them a little bit later today, but I thought they were very, very impressive. So I will save my judgment on Hayes Perham until then. Uh, but, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned from what I've seen early there. Cracking All-Stars game went right down to the very end. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really do hope that we see more of the superstars returning next year. I want to see, you know, the all-out squads. I want to see everyone participating. I want to see good players missing out on selection because the depth is so good, not good players pulling out throughout the whole thing. I want to see your Joey Manus, your AJs, all these sort of guys. I want to see them there. Um, yeah, so... I love this. I love this concept. I think it's fucking unreal, and I think that we have to keep it in the game. Shout out to Zach Docker Clay. He scored the first try of the night as well. 
Uh, he was very good. Did try and overplay his hand a little bit, uh, but I think that's just Zach Docker, Docker Clay trying to earn himself a contract. I thought outside of that, uh, he was pretty good. I, I just I can't believe that a club hasn't grabbed this guy and just put him in their team. I'm very very surprised that he's never really owned a club. He's never stayed there for too long. I just I, he can just cover so many positions between hooker, five eight, halfback. He can jump in and play them all. I'm just. I'm surprised that no one's ever jumped at this guy. So I really hope he does get an opportunity off the back of this. Scored the try. He put Jesse Arthurs over for a nice try. Great line by Jesse Arthurs as well. So he's got ability. I hope someone jumps on Zach Docker Clay. Champion fella uh, from all reports that I've heard as well. So a great All-Stars game. Looking forward to the next one next year. But to be honest with you, I am very excited just to see all of these stars return to their club teams for trial number two to see how they go before we kick off uh, the NRL season in just over two weeks. So a super exciting time of the year. A cracking All-Stars game. Really looking forward to it returning next year. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 